0: Hey guys, how's it going? Want to hear how I think Frozen 2 is pretty decent and actually showcases that Elsa has something to offer to the franchise? No, me neither. Let's talk about this interesting train wreck and why I think Show Yourself is way better than Into the Unknown. Yeah, you're right, I said it. Alright y'all, this movie starts with the origin story from Anna and Elsa's parents about the Enchanted Forest. Now, for those of you who have seen this film, it's pretty obvious who the voice was calling out to Elsa. Come on, those powers cannot come out in there. And seriously, the parents are so, uh, infuriating magical powers and the first thing they think of is, nope, isolation for the children. Really? I'm still salty from the first movie if y'all haven't already heard from my voice. Okay, so while the start of this particular adventure is off to a rocky start, how exactly does the rest of the film hold up? Olaf suddenly is gaining like a mature mind while making me question my own existence. Seriously, the little guy needs more hugs. Elsa and Anna are bickering about this adventure and how Anna is given nothing to do but to tag along and uh, literally just go, ooh, and ah, and oh my god don't go into fire i'm yeah Mm mm-hmm Kristoff, on the other hand is given nothing literally nothing to do because he ends up having a subplot about proposing to anna as if we haven't seen that before i'm looking at you rescuers down under the only thing that this film gives you is songs that would you know garner an oscar near nod things like that But I'm pretty sure you've already forgotten about them because as much as Disney loves money, putting any impact into their films would be way too much work. I'm sorry, y'all. This film just shows me that as much as Disney could further impact, make a statement, say something new about each of these characters, I feel like they just written themselves into a corner and just decided that this is it. This is, what we, this is the best we can put out, and this is what we're going to give our audiences, especially those who grew up with the first film, being, you know, bratty little three-, four-year-olds going, let it go, sing, let it go. And instead, you just get a film where I'm pretty sure no one knows any of the songs other than Into the Unknown. Possibly show yourself, and that's it. Because guess what, I've seen the movie twice because of Disney Plus, and I still don't remember any of the other songs. That's to show you how much of an impact it left on me. And that's a problem. Okay, so don't get me wrong. Elsa figuring out who she is and Anna working to understand that she might be independent of her sister is something that I'm on board with. But it gets clouded by a lackluster plot that could have been put in the first movie and given a more grand scale adventure instead of Arendelle... Versus nature fighting because of some old white man to gain, you know More greed and kills off its people rather than gaining new allies is just Wait a minute This is just a more flashier, more magical Pocahontas, isn't it? Just with more magic and reindeers So as you can hear from my voice, honestly I really wanted to give this movie a chance while watching it because I really want to review it and give you something to look forward to, especially right now during this ridiculous pandemic that the world is facing, unfortunately. But, now, on a prior note, is this movie any good? Oh, I think the songs are really good. Plot was... Eh... Okay, certain elements from this film could have been put, like I said earlier, into the first film, enhanced it, and made it more of a grand scale adventure than what was originally given to us. The characters literally, besides Elsa, have no place to go. That's literally what is just astounding to me. All the character development that Anna originally had before, out the window. Why? Because it's, oh, I'm with my sister and we're gonna do this together. Uh. Anna, you don't have to be with your sister for everything. No, it, I, I I, survived, you know, a frozen heart and things. So I'm just going to go with her. You could have had your own adventure, you know, just saying, just putting it out there. Kristoff had nothing to do. Like I said before, literally an engagement subplot that literally could have been left out of the movie and I wouldn't have cared otherwise. You could have literally just said, oh, you know what, Anna's the best thing in the world to me. I'm just proposed to her once the movie was over it would have been perfect but no you literally gave him nothing to do and decided to just write him off as a oh he's a bumbling idiot who wants to propose subplot that's great work seriously i think herself is way better than that but in a whole different aspect of this film Yes, Elsa discovering who she is and what she's about is also a great thing. I never said it wasn't. My only issue is I feel like the first movie and the second movie can learn from one another, right? In the very first one, you're understanding that Elsa herself is more than what she is. Now, what exactly does that mean? That just means that she is bigger than what Arendelle puts her out to be. Yes, she is indeed the queen of Arendelle, but she's way much more than that. And the second film does give her a chance to actually discover that. Now, my issue is the way they went about it with a secret little voice, which is secretly her mother, which is the most stupidest thing I've ever seen, is just nerve wracking. Why? Because it just doesn't give you that oomph. There's no possibility of having a outside force being the voice of reason in all this, and instead just gives you a sense of just... Okay, let's just figure out what exactly we're going to do with this. We do not know who this voice is. All we know is that for the fact that this voice is a mystical figure, you just know it has an awesome, awesome, like voice tone and and that's it. That's all you're running on. But then again, it could actually work in your favor when you actually understand why Elsa's mom was the way she was. Now... Like I said earlier, in terms of what was given to us from the very beginning of this movie, you already understand that, or you could have seen a foreshadowing rather of that this particular night, it just happened to be the very last night that things were normal for these two girls up until, you know, Elsa accidentally, you know, cascades her sister with some nice gray locks and it's like, oops, we're going to just isolate these children because of an accident. (sighs) Parenting one-on-one Disney, parenting one-on-one, but More or less, the film itself is okay. I can understand why it was forgetful, but I'm still boggled as to how it reached number one in the box office and is currently at the number one gross, most grossing animated film of all time. Still don't know how that happened. But like like I said, it could be pure consumerism and these kids wanting more Elsa and Anna. But overall, soundtrack, I recommend you listen to it. Yes, I did say earlier that only two songs actually made the list for me in terms of what was good and what was bad. But if you listen to it as a whole, there actually is a deeper meaning to each song. And if you're a fan of Celtic women, Celtic music as a whole, you actually hear that in the first couple of songs before the film actually opens up. Now, overall, eh, if you're a fan of the first film and you think that it's worth it, then give it a shot. It's available right now on Disney+. Plus. If you know someone that had Disney+, Plus, or if you have it yourself, just give it a watch. I don't think it's going to be a top seller for me. It was more... Uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm actually intrigued that I saw it. I'm not, entirely, I'm not entirely over the moon. But I will admit that certain scenes were really like, ooh, and eye-opening and very pretty to look at. And some of the character development did go out the window for me, but ultimately, they try to hold it together and try to give more of a bigger meaning to a character than we originally first thought. Now, I know this review wasn't as whimsical and as woo as ever, but that's only because the movie itself wasn't as whimsical and just pretty as it could be. Now, I did say that Into the Unknown was "Mm," compared to Show Yourself, and I am going to just show a like, not show, but I'm gonna have you guys listen to a couple of, like, you know, set tidbits of both songs, and you'll let me know which is better. But while I'm ending this review, I just want to put it out there that right now the world is facing something that was honestly unprecedented. And I hope you guys are staying safe and sound. We're gonna get through this together. You know the rules stay safe, stay inside if need be, only go out when necessary for groceries and. You know laundry and things of that nature but if you don't need to go outside stay indoors be healthy be safe and uh yeah hope to see you in the next review oh yeah by the way the next review is gonna be (laughs) b-stars back to anime folks yes b-stars yes and now i'm thinking about haru just standing in front of me with no but nothing but underwear on and a bra (sighs) Fairies beware.